Welcome to beautiful Palisade, Colorado on a Saturday. Here it is, the Modern Eater. We're out on the road for our fifth annual road trip. This is our third stop of the day and it's a good one. As you saw right there, it's Clark & Co's Distilling. And the, the theme for this year's road trip is inflation and the rising costs of producing food. You're seeing it as, as the end user, how much things cost to buy especially to eat. This business was born out of necessity and I want to introduce to you Chris and Mackenzie. How are you guys doing? Good. And of course Chef Jeff Jabot and James Doxon along with us as well. You know just following that thought process of inflation and how can businesses jockey for market position and being able to have different revenue streams. Everybody's heard of the number ones that go to market. They're beautiful fruits. Number twos are not so good and it's probably going to go away. But taking those number twos and making a business out of it is really what this is all about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're always looking for ways to implement uh, more agro-tourism on our operation, as well as get everything out of the farm that we can. So this was the, the perfect mixture of the two uh, to come up with a product with value-added process um, to take those peaches and pears that we are throwing on the ground and to mm -hmm. distill them into a product. So you get a double whammy, you get the agro-tourism with craft distilling, yeah and you get to use your full crop and get every drop out of the farm that you can. Perfect. So. Mackenzie, and as a mother, right? I mean, you love all your children the same. But let's face it, between, a little secret between you have favorites, right? But you don't want to just throw the non-favorites away. You got to utilize them and do something with them. And that's kind of the way that it is with growing. You guys have been producers for a while there. Yes. All fruit is created equally, yep. right? Yeah, she's sixth generation. Sixth yep. generation? Yep. So, wow. Yep, so our boys are the seventh generation. And then my grandpa Larry was the fifth generation. And he, he, it was kind of his idea years back and always talked about to take the fruit that would usually be tossed on the ground um, and distill it and make fruit brandy with it. Um, and it just never really yeah. happened. But yeah, with rising costs and everything, some, some we figured. He'd brandy in the basement. Yes, yeah, it was all yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of times, and chefs, you'll attest to this, is it's, you know, with the uh, less desirable produce, you're going to can it, you're going to jar it, you're going to do a pickle it, you're going to do other yeah. things with it, right? Absolutely, yeah. This is what they're doing with it. Can we take a look? Let's go. All right, there's three things in here that I really want to take a look at. Okay. And by the way, and Chef James, you mentioned this, but you guys have a grand opening coming soon, right? We do. Talk about it. Yep. Soft opening is the next couple days, and then grand opening, Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th, and then be open from there on out. That's exciting. Yes. A uh, lot going on right here. How would you just take, uh, you know, Chris, take 30 seconds and say, here's what we're doing in here, and there's also an event venue attached to it as well, right? Sure. Yep. Yep. So the event venue uh, kind of specializes in weddings right across the way. There's corporate parties, all sorts of things, all sorts of events over there. Um, we built this facility on the same parcel, it's a 10-acre parcel, uh, just on the other side of it. So this is the distillery. Uh, we're standing in the tasting room right now. We've got a, a commercial kitchen in the back where we're going to serve limited food out of. And then back behind the wall here, um, we have our distilling side where we distill everything. First of all, beautiful. Gorgeous. Thank you, thank you. I love to be able to look in there and see where the product's built. Oh, hey, look, it's Joe, Joe Talbot. <laughs> Just at the bar. Never seen you at one of those. <laughs> this bar is cool too. The kitchen. What are you going to be doing in the kitchen? We're going to be, we're trying to keep it a somewhat limited menu, but we're um, trying to get like high quality local um, burgers mm -hmm. and then chicken sandwiches as well as flatbreads. And Here, I can prove the flatbread right there. Look. <laughs> 
That is gonna be the delicious food. It's gonna be here. How you doing, brother? Good to see you. We're gonna. No, we're gonna be over to Thomas here soon. Let's show outside here, and cool. then let's go in and talk to Tyler in the distillery. Okay. Look at this. So, are you gonna charge for views? Yeah. You could. Pro bono on the views. <laughs> yeah. The views are free. Yeah, we'll get a royalty oh for the minutes spent. Look at this. Now, describe what this property, this just this plot of land right here, looked like before this was here. Nothing. We had tomatoes here, yeah. Did before, you yep, right down the driveway. That was a tomato patch for a few years. So um, this was a growing We farmed block. it on this, and off. Yeah. Yeah, this block was always, it's kind of rocky and doesn't, doesn't grow uh -huh. right so that's kind of why we chose this this area to do the distillery because we've we've always had a hard time getting stuff to grow on this plot of land so yeah. it was kind of reusing it for yeah. another purpose that yeah, a lot of work it, better we've got a high water table here well let's grow a business yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a great use of land and again uh you know no stone unturned this place is beautiful right chef jeff you love distilleries i love them yeah I'm actually looking around going, where would I put a smoker? <laughs> yeah, we're finishing up we a few things it. out here, but we're going to have um, three fire pits out in that field area. So uh, people can hang out. These chairs will be around the fire pits down there. And then will some cornhole and yard games. And then, yes, people floating down the river can, or paddleboarding uh -huh. can Tongue come off. up oh, and... Fun day. Come up and drink and eat. Yeah. Yep. A great spot to take wedding photos and stuff, too. Yeah. For sure. Yes. It's like the one-stop shop. All right, let's go in and talk to Tyler, but give us okay. the setup. Let's tee him up to talk about what kind of okay. ingredients is he using to be able to make distillates right now. Yes. So we have peaches, uh, cherries, and apricots in season right now. Um, so we've been running a bunch of peaches and cherries uh, the past couple weeks. Um, and Tyler is actually working on, we froze some pears last year to prepare for our grand opening this year. Um, so we ran pears last week and he's actually distilling pear brandy right now. Mackenzie, hand him that microphone. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, uh, I'm Tyler Blackwilder, distiller. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. What a cool project. Yeah. Brand new. Yes. Anything goes wrong, it's on you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, it's like the old guy that was here before, you know, I can't find anything, we need to buy parts. This is brand spanking new. Yeah. It's going to be a pleasure to work with. Yep. Talk about your methodology behind distillates and what you want to distill and what you use because just like any great chef, you're utilizing the ingredients that you have and then you source a few more and you start building off of that. But distillates are a process. Sure. They go through the, you know, from the beginning of what can we produce now and maybe bring to market to what do we have to mature and age a bit to, you know, the things that are down the road, other projects. Sure. I mean, ideally we'd have three years to prep and distill and get things ready to go. Um, that's not really how it works unless you've got, you know. Buku bucks. Yeah, unless you're playing with Monopoly money. But, uh -huh. um, so to start, yeah, the, the goal is to, to find some great ingredients. Um, living, or I guess working right here in the orchard, um, we get fresh fruit um, that, we get a, that we get a play with. And, um, you know, brandy, 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 I can't talk enough about, you know, good good quality brandy, peaches, pears, apricots. Um, but that was I'm kind of like the hooch of the elders, right? I mean, yeah. I, that's what folks were drinking around here. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and, you know, the long term, we'd love to age some, you know, 6, 10, 12 years. Which um, you will. Yeah, eventually we'll get there. But um, right now we're just going to 
uh, have fun with some of those younger brandies. Um, we'll put some in barrels. Um, and the, the long-term goal is even to get it um, neutralized to make a vodka out of, out of nice. just fruit, nice. um, which finding that is a rarity. Yeah, and that um, rig that you have, that's separating a lot of good stuff in there. Talk, talk about what your system is right here. Yeah, so that's uh, it's a smaller two-column setup, but what it does, I can get up to, to uh, neutral strength or at least vodka strength, mm -hmm. which is above 190 proof um, in just two runs, wow. which is lovely. Um, takes a little while. Um, I'm still trying to work out some of the kinks in a new system. Um, any new system is going to have kinks. It's new equipment, um, stuff I'm not used to using. So everything's taken just a, a wee bit longer. Um, but that's part of it. But um, we'll, we'll make it worth, you know, that, that juice worth the squeeze. Yeah, no doubt. What else are you making? Are you doing moonshines or? Hell yeah. Um, or? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, whiskey, it, it starts clear. You know, yeah, I, I know it should be obvious, but a lot of people don't know that. Um, and you know they think the bourbon comes straight out of the still brown but no it uh it comes out clear and it gets its color from those from those barrels but uh, uh so we're gonna do a white whiskey too just a corn whiskey mm -hmm. um and, white and uh taking that that white whiskey and then flavoring it with uh, i know for the strawberry moonshine that, that we've bottled uh i mean just for a tiny I think it was like a 30-gallon batch. I think it was 20 pounds of strawberries. Wow. Look what uh, Chris hunted down. You were actually... Yeah, I got I got to brag on uh, this, his... Yeah, this his, is the gin. Um, I love the color of that. Yeah, yeah so... One of a kind right here. Cool cocktail. So, uh, butterfly pea flower gin. Uh, butterfly pea flower has not always been on the gross list, which is generally recognized as safe to use in, in liquid spirits. Um, some of those old... Uh, uh, prohibition era laws have still carried over where some ingredients you just can't use. Um, in my distilling experience before, there's been plenty of botanicals that people consume on a daily basis, but for some reason you can't use them in spirits. Hmm. Um, a lot of botanical teas, um, you know, they just don't hold up. No, they just, they've never been tested for safety. Oh, and, um, whether, I mean, they'll sell them over the counter yeah. in an herbal tea. So bureaucracy. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Make for sure. This right. is one, butterfly pea flower. Um, there was an FDA submission um, in September and was approved in October, which makes it now acceptable to use in a, um, in a, in a uh, spirit product. So, yeah. Awesome. Here's, here's where I love the geekiness of what, what you do, because there's many routes that you can go down. Um, you can start to, I mean, look at Distillery 291, who's for staving, smaller barrels, yep. bringing stuff to market a lot sooner, and winning awards across the yep. world, globally, on a method that where you get these old school dudes like, you gotta pay your dues, you gotta sit around for three, four years, yep. you gotta, uh, cool, right? So mm -hmm. you can choose either way of that. And then also, like the block distilling in, in downtown Denver. They just started out and waited and did what they could and just chiseled away and chiseled away and then now they're they're you know they're brown spirits or to fruition. Yeah. What where what direction do you figure you're going to go with some of the things that you're going to do? Uh, you know, one of the things too is there's plenty of locals other than um, the the Clark's Orchard too that are making amazing fruit. There's plenty of grain growers here too that that we can take advantage of. I grew up on a farm. Um, and that's where the wheat we're going to use for some of the bourbon is coming from, Killer. which is awesome. I love it. And uh, so, you know, getting some, some local grain, our corn comes from, you know, a few miles up the road. Yeah, then Western um, Colorado. I yeah. mean, Eastern Colorado, West, Eastern Colorado. We're, we're in Western right now. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> which is awesome to be able to do because yeah. I want that taste or that terroir of it your is. region in your bottle. And, and people, you know, you could, you could take the exact same um, equipment with the exact same recipe 
and sure. you'd have two different tastes based on whether you were sitting in Louisville, Kentucky I love that. or Palisade, Colorado. And that's why, I mean, I'm a pretty open book too when it comes to any recipes because, I mean, there's no reason to hide anything mm -hmm. because you could give this exact setup to somebody in, in you know, in Denver or even, uh, sure. you know, Dallas or Florida and the spirit would taste different yep. because the way people uh, mash, the way they uh, ferment, the temperatures, the humidity. Yeah. Um, the you know the barometric pressure is going to change the way that still runs. Absolutely. It's going to change the way that those barrels age. Um, that spirit works itself in and out of those barrels at different rates on temperature, humidity, and nerd, nerd, nerd. So you guys are in for um, a treat. Honestly, <laughs> we'll check back. You know, this is what's so fun about distilleries. In about a year, you'll see a few barrels lined up. Then you know, then more, they're building more a barrel, barrel and then they're running out of room, and they're trying. And that's the exciting stuff. But you don't even have a bunghole we can sniff right now. Do yeah, you? sure you. Oh, sure, you sure, do. Sure. Let's sniff a bunghole. <laughs> Why not? What do you got going on here? So it's a rubber one, but it still holds some of that bourbon flavor. Yes, sir. So uh, we found a distillery back east since we weren't able to, uh, um, you know, age a barrel three years on our uh -huh. own. Um, we elected to, to source some bourbon to start so we could have something for the tasting room um, and something, you know, something fun to work with. Um, bourbon is going to be, bourbon barrels are going to be some of the base that we age our brandy in. Mm -hmm. um, that's awesome. Yeah, why not? I mean, that, yes, that's what you want to do. You'll yeah. look for those brandy barrels. Yeah, the standard is, um, you know, one of the standards is using old wine barrels. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, why? They're, bourbon's way bigger in this country than, than uh, you know, than brandy. So, I mean, why not mix it up? It's wide open for you. I am so yep. excited for you guys. That's the type of stuff that gets me goosebumps because <laughs> it's got all the ingredients. That's a small business. It has local people that get together that are passionate about their products to produce something for everybody around to enjoy. So this will come, uh, you know, hopefully it'll make it to the front range where we are. But if not, come on, come on out and see them. This is why you built it, right? Yeah, you build that, they will come. And if you haven't seen that river view, then oh, we just yeah, yeah, it's not just the name of the vodka. So, so what are the what are the what do the bottles look like? That's what I'm curious because when, uh, when you go to a store, he wants his labels. Sure, yeah, we <laughs> need our la we need labels. Yeah. Our labels are a little bit behind, you know, He's COVID been and all that. TTB for like oh, months and months and months. Trying so to get this our moonshine bottles are are one of a kind right there. Um, pretty recognizable as like a standard moonshine bottle. Um, they'll come in strawberry. Uh, <laughs> there you go. See, you've got it. Um, here's the white dog right here. Um, Slang some bottles before. Oh yeah. The the white whiskey will come in one of those as well. Nice. Very nice. Um, this one, the the white dog is is named after my uncle Cecil. He spent time in federal prison for bootlegging. Who didn't? Cecil uh, <laughs> did. <laughs> Listen, we, it was so it was fun to catch up with you yeah. guys. This was a must-do on our list. It's Clark and Co's Distilling. Look it on, up online. They already have the Facebook and the Instagram. Do you have your Instagram yeah. done? Instagram's yeah. done too. Again, family business. Um, this is where you want to go. This weekend they're having a soft opening. You can't come to that one, but you can come to the grand opening. Mackenzie, take us out of this thing and tell us to, how, when they can come and what we're going to see when, the, when you open the doors. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the website will be up next week as well, so they can always go to you the promise? website and see all, right, yeah, all the spirits week. and everything. Um, but the grand opening is next weekend, July 9th and 10th, Put Saturday and Sunday. Yep, and we'll have all the back patio ready, um, yep. an area out by the river to hang out and yep. hang out by the river and have some food and drinks. Yep. Peanut butter bourbon, honey bourbon, five different moonshines, gin, vodka, 
we'll have a, a good oh, variety of, of alcohol to come and have a good time with. Yes. I was yes. always told there's no better way to be ready than a deadline, and they've got that deadline. Yeah. They'll be ready yeah. for you. Come one, come all, but come on over here. It's Clark & Co's Distilling, Palisade, Colorado. Thanks for letting us catch up with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. This is awesome. We're going to kick that rock on down the road.